0: guys so this weekend I went and got my nails done and every time I get my nails done it takes me back to a traumatic experience that I had in the ninth grade my mom let me get some acrylics on my nails and so that Monday I went to school and a girl that I kind of would have problems with here and there but nothing serious she was like girl let me see your nails so you know I'm all proud to show my nails because I done went to Carolina Circle Mall and got the airbrush on (laughs) y'all this is where the drama starts she took my hand and she wore glasses she took her glasses off looked at my nails and before I knew it y'all she had bit two of my nails off bit my nails and y'all that is a hater
1: welcome to the compilations of banter a podcast compiling the thoughts of your best girlfriend her this is the episode hate her capital h e r
0: so, y'all, this episode, we're talking about hate. We're talking about some things that we've experienced as hate. And with that particular situation with that girl, I don't know if it's appropriate to call her a hater. I don't know if y'all would call her a hater. But... I think before we get started that we should probably likely define what a hater is. So I went to the dictionary when I kind of started thinking about this situation and Webster says that it's an individual who talks or behaves negatively in response to other people's success goals or achievement or someone who greatly dislikes a specified person or thing. So I think it was comfortable to say that I was the specified person that old girl (laughs) didn't like. (laughs) And you were. So, So with that said let's talk about hate have y'all experienced any type of hate similar to that
1: for sure I was told for a very long time that I thought I was better because I was light-skinned and I had long hair now I didn't really focus on the fact my mama grew my hair and my mama gave me my light skin I didn't have anything to do with that um but I was just told that I was told what I thought as a result of things that I had no control over. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't identify with that because my mother taught me at home that I was beautiful. So I was given different perspectives from the outside world and at home. And I trusted my mama, not what the hater said about me. So I didn't really attach to that. I thought I was better because I just was better. You feel me? I was better than uh, the BS that other people were doing in certain situations. So I I think I probably developed a level of cocky and maybe even arrogance. But that forced me to not be a teen mother in high school. And it forced me to go to college um, with a scholarship. So I've definitely experienced hate. I don't know where it came from. I don't know the origin of it. There was even a girl who wanted to fight me because of what she thought. I did to her brother so much so that she ended up in juvenile hall, but that's a whole nother story. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have for sure experienced hate. And if I'm honest, I don't really know the origin of it. So, so to touch on what uh, Raven
2: said, absolutely. I am a country girl, Hi. North Wilkesboro, North Carolina represent West side. Anyway, no, I'm just saying like where I grew up, um, we all look alike. Okay, we're all light-skinned, light-eyes. I mean, there's not too many dark-skinned people in my family. My grandfather is, of course, but most of us are mostly uh, lighter-skinned. So when I come to Greensboro, North Carolina, the big city, I thought I was in New York, honestly, coming from a small town. You know, everybody was like, you know, oh, you think you all that because you light-skinned and long hair? I'm like, wait a minute, wow, this is normal for me. Like, I don't understand where the hate was coming from, but a lot of the light-skinned, I'm sorry, a lot of the white people, I should say, unfortunately didn't like me because I was too dark quote unquote and some of the the dark skinned uh, women or ladies or and even men didn't like me because I was too light. Like I wasn't accepted and I hated that haterism to coming into uh, a city town because I was excited. I love the, the city life. from so Coming from the country cows, pigs, chickens then I come to the big tall <laughs> skyscraper <laughs> building that was important to me. I was excited so that had a lot to do with with it coming into middle school, Gifford Middle. Shout out. Anyway, but yeah, that was a, that was a, a lot for me. So that was like some of the first beginning of the haterism. Like you said, where does this come from?
3: But we'll talk about that later. Go ahead, Oyana. Well, Gifford Middle, I had hey. my experience there as well. <laughs> um, my situation is a little different. Um, I went to middle school sixth, seventh grade at Gifford Middle, um, and I left there. And if Anybody remember um, years ago, the schools used to be city schools and county schools? Do y'all right. remember that? Yes. Okay, so Gifford Middle was considered a county school. That's correct. So I left there and I ended up coming to Lincoln, Uh-oh. which is now a city school. <laughs> so now I'm in the city of Greensboro. And when I was... Sixth grade at Gifford Middle, I was kind of stocky. I had red glasses. I couldn't see. Um, my mom <laughs> used to keep my hair in braids. And, you know, so it was a little different for me coming up. Um, but then once I got to Lincoln, a lot of the kids used to be like, oh, why do you talk like that? Why do you talk like a white girl or whatever? And I'm like, I'm a brown skinned girl. I come from really nothing. You know what I mean? Like my parents were very young when they had us. And we, you know, we kind of struggled a little bit coming up. I didn't have like a, the freshest shoes. I didn't have my hair done. Just wore these little braids all the time. So when I come to Lincoln, it's like people started picking on my name. My name's Oyana. And I feel like that's easy to pronounce. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, the children couldn't pronounce it. What type of name is that? And I felt like they were hating on me. Um, maybe they saw something in me that I, at that time, did not see in myself. And I could not understand why they were hating on me. And I was just so confused. And I was just like, okay, well, maybe I am pretty. Or, you know, maybe I do, you know, look apart. Um So that was my experience. I had it very hard in the eighth grade leading up to high school when I got to Dudley. And that's a whole nother story there.
0: (laughs) Have you all experienced haters in other forms of your life, like in the workplace or with or in relationships? Like, let's say that you have a good girlfriend. Y'all been hanging out. Mm -hmm. And let's say that I come up on some information on a good way to get rich real quick and it's legal and if i don't tell you Mm -hmm. is that a form of hating
1: i would just want to say skewy yeah because my girl over here is a member of delta sigma theta sorority incorporated and it just happens to be founded in 1913 which just happens to be after 1908 which just happens to be first and finest i'm gonna just i'm gonna just put it out there um I have always obviously I'm light skin and I have longer hair and I pass what has been considered the paper bag test. Right? So in our history, we know that people have held up literally a paper bag test. I don't know if my brother died is going to put this on. I don't know, but maybe you didn't either. Uh, The paper bag test is a very real thing. They would determine if you were allowed in a certain place based on a paper bag test. Even our sororities did that at a point. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm being completely honest. And so, There's certainly been hate because I look like an AKA, but I didn't join Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority incorporated because I was light skin. And I don't believe Jamie joined her sorority because of her skin color as well. And I think that the divine nine in some situations can perpetuate uh, a level of hate that I believe that is not jamie and i's uh, generation but i think it happens more often than not in the newer generation of sorors and fraternity brothers uh where there's a underlying hate that comes in and while it usually is done from a funny place sometimes it goes to a really ugly place jamie what you think
0: I agree with you, and I think it kind of all the way goes back to Boulay. And, you know, from Boulay, then that's when all of the kind of Divine Nine kind of started um, spawning off into different organizations. But the Boulay was the people that were considered the talented 10th, and most of the talented 10th was of a fair complexion. So I think that that goes all the way back to that, and even further from that, it goes back to uh like you said, when we had another conversation about um, slavery, and I think that it's all a part of the post-traumatic slave um disorder that we're still under today that a lot of us don't realize that we're under
1: Willie Lynch letters are still living bruh absolutely well I am me for me I'm sorry
0: I never I never pledged
2: (laughs) I'm me for me right now Uh, but I have to touch on what you ladies were saying that um, definitely in the workplace for me uh, you know I am a future doctorate mm, two masters hello Uh, you got Raven over here that is a doctorate Jamie the future we got a realtor over here, there like we all have wonderful credentials that we have, but I also have to prove my credentials all the time, especially as a woman. Okay, um, where did you get your master's at? Where did you go? Um, talk talks about your thesis. Like, why do I have to prove that to you guys? But as a man, it is not a problem. You know here's my card and it's it's, it's okay and accepted yeah, yeah. but for me I have to kind of um explain every detail when it comes to my master's degrees and I don't feel like I have to do that so that's the haterism that I get from not only men but also from women unfortunately in the workplace. Has anybody else experienced that and as a I realtor have. of Greensboro <laughs>
3: um so I didn't attend college um but I started my career at the age of eighteen, right. and it was my first corporate job. I stayed there for twenty two years, wow. and I was in sales. Um, so just imagine, just being in sales, being you know, just you know, in competition. I would say with other agents, um, being just a black woman in sales is hard, um, because you are competing not only with the agents that are in your area, but agents statewide. Um, so to be an agent, that's like number one, two, or three in like eight years in a row, um, You're going to get a lot of hate from that. You know, um, they know what type of money we were making. They know how the paychecks look. Um, So if you're constantly number one, they are definitely going to hate on you. Um, But I've been in sales for going on 26 years now. Um, I've been a realtor for five years. And uh, just being, you know, just a top agent at the agency I am now, um, you know, again, there is another level of hate um, that's out there And to me, to be honest with you I don't even look at it I don't care yeah. I'm so focused yeah. on what I have going on <laughs> That I cannot worry about What anybody else is doing What anyone else is saying I am so focused on me And just making a living for myself and my family So I don't even look at it I don't notice it Where is it coming from? I don't know <laughs> Who, it might are, just Who are these people? Know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah Who are these people? I got a question
1: Has hate hurt you?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. I had a situation where I was working somewhere and I was had a really good friend like we were like work besties and it was an opportunity for them to put me in position to succeed them. And I thought with well, you being my girl, like I'm talking about we hanging yeah. out like if, if it's your birthday, then what you want? I got you. Boom. Turn up. And then when I found out that they did the complete opposite, they didn't put me in position. I felt like that it cut me to the core like why would you do this Mm -hmm. and for two reasons number one if i was deficient in whatever skills as my friend you were supposed to tell me like girl now you know you need to brush up on your excel or girl you know you need to brush up on this training but that didn't happen you you put somebody else in line that was um, that you didn't even know. So to me, I felt like that was hate because, however you look at it, however however you add it up, the math is equaling, bitch, you was a hater. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Period. Y'all, I've never been a crew kind of girl. I've been more of a floater. So you guys are the second coming, if you will, <laughs> of a crew for me. I, of course, I'm in a sorority, but I just happen to have a, a childhood friend who she and I were very close and she invited me to an event and another childhood friend of I of ours who I didn't really know her very well, but I knew of her. So we were all at a bowling alley and the, the non, you know, friend person sent my close friend person a text and said, does Raven really speak like that? Mm. And I saw it. I didn't see her response, but it hurt me in a way that I didn't really know how to process. I called my mama and I said, mama, why didn't she check her? I don't, I didn't know that she didn't check her, but I wanted her to be angry for me. I didn't know what she meant by does rave. I didn't know by. I didn't know what speak like that meant. Of course I associated it with, you know like a white girl because that's what i've been taught for a long time and of course this is not how i actually speak but this is just what i've been taught for a very long time you feel me but i i didn't i, I needed my friend to cover me right. and i didn't really know how to define my friend in that moment was my friend a hater or was the other girl the hater mm. You know what I'm saying? I needed my girl to get me because things like that normally don't affect me. I, I, I have kind of a, a what I consider like an M&M kind of covering, right? The hard shell, and then you get to the soft part, and then you get to the hard part again, right? <laughs> I needed my friend to cover me, and I the the fact that I don't know if she ever did still kind of haunts me. That's been years.
3: And to say you needed your friend to cover you. Um, I experienced situations where I'm I'm a natural, just protector. I'm protective of my friends, like I am my family, but more of my family. But just growing up and just having those relationships and having those friends, I used to always... Of course, once I became old enough to say, you know what, do you, don't worry about what everybody else have going on. And so the people who I allowed to become in my space and close Mm -hmm. to me I was very protective of them and I didn't like when anybody disrespected them or Mm. spoke to them a certain way and you know if they were the friends who didn't speak up for themselves I would always say don't let them talk to you like that don't let them disrespect you like that like what are you doing so I was always the one who would be the voice for the ones who didn't speak up. But that becomes so tiresome.
0: It's so You know exhausting. what I mean? It's like You yeah.
3: take so much. It's right. so exhausting. You know, to protect them. It. It's almost as if, like, if you're not going to protect yourself, why should I protect you? Right. But it's those same friends that you would give everything up for that will stab you in the back. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And I have just had, I'm not going to go into detail about certain situations, mm-hmm. but there has been so many situations where the last situation just made me step back mm-hmm. just yeah. from friendships. And so I just took that time just to, you know, focus on my family and just focus on my career. And I just didn't have friends. Um, yeah. I, I, let me take that back. I had friends, but just not the ones that I would hang with on A weekly Uh basis, Uh going out Uh with and things like that. But, of course, Uh I've always had my friends, my girlfriends, who I love and respect. And, you know, we come together and just pray and things like that. But as far as a group hanging, no, I gave that up. Over ten years ago. Yeah. Because it can be it can be dangerous as well. Yeah. Really quick um before I pass the mic, I do want to touch on one other thing in a workplace. Um I am a very giving person as yes, well. And one thing that I feel like if there's information again at the job that I was at where I was for twenty two years, there 22. for me, I just feel like if I'm winning why am I winning every month by myself? So I would share everything that I know. I believe in working smarter and not harder. So when new agents will come in, I would share all of my information with them. And I just want them to win. You can win. You can, it's enough out here for all of us. And to be able to share that information with other agents, but then they then in return, stab you in the Mm. back.
0: Mm. Multiple
3: times. It's like that. I've had different experiences
2: outside of college, girls, friends hating on me that we are no longer friends to this day. I'm okay with that. Um, But in the workplace, you know, I've been in different situations like Oyana touched on, like Raven touched on and Cherry touched on. We've all had different experiences for that, you know, and for me, it's it's more so of the way I look. You know, it's like, you're too pretty to work here. I have actually had somebody tell me in a job interview, you're too pretty to work here, so I'm not going to accept you. I was like, wait a minute, but I am qualified for the position, (laughs) so my looks have nothing to do with my background. And I've actually had a male tell me that, and that really crushed me. Because you're basing everything off of my looks and not my credentials. That really, really hurt me. And I and I really wanted this position. I really, really did. And the fact that he told me that, you know, of course, it's a long time ago before social media. But, you know, that really, really crushed me that you're hating on me because of my looks based off my qualifications. And I've had a lot of other situations where you're overqualified for this position or you're too underqualified for this this position another reason why I'm getting my doctorate oh so my, you know okay. <laughs> so there will be no more excuses but uh-huh. yeah that 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 does unfortunately you know weigh on us as women or as 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 a human being in general you know that you know hey forget my looks look at everything that I have on this resume on paper you know but that's life. That's life. But go ahead.
0: You know, I kind of felt like that, like God was send, sending you a come up, like when mm. they disqualified you because your looks. So that that was giving me lawsuit vibes. Like honestly, <laughs> yes, but you like, think about that, right? I think you kind of missed the bag on that with Chrissy because yeah, that money. Yeah, that was all lawsuit vibes, but. We we've talked about how we have experienced people hating on us, but can we talk about how when we have been the hater? Because I think it's a natural instinct for to hate on something at some point in your life. Right.
2: Yep. So to touch on that real quick, Chrissy, um, I have hated on other people's relationships. I have. I'm sorry. I've been very envious of oh, she's got the perfect guy. You know, I don't know the background, but you know, that that really kind of felt some type of way, you know, because I wanted that. Especially when you're younger, you're like, everybody's getting married, everybody's in this wonderful relationship, and you're like, dang, I really want that too. You know, I want that man, I want that cuddle with, et cetera, et cetera. So we've all felt that way. But for me, I have hated on a lot of my girlfriends, you know, that have been, been in relationships, like I'm in so, Jan over here, who's been married for 25,000 years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be there again one day. But yes, I've had that experience where I've had hated on girlfriends or friends who have been in marriages or in relationships. So.
0: I think that certain things and certain women motivate men in certain ways to do certain things for that particular woman. And I know I've been in situations where maybe I have dated a guy and then he and, and everything that I've asked him for, like, I want more of this. I want more of that. And then we break up and then they do the everything that I was asking uh-huh. for the next person. Uh-huh. And. If that's hate, then I've been a hater because I'm thinking like MF, like, OK, like, why was I not good enough to get that? Or why didn't you do that for me? And that's it. But you turn around. and You do all this for her. Right. Yep. right.
1: Quick tag team. Been married twice. Created two men who one remarried. And did all of the good things and divorced a second time and, you know, hope for the best for his second situation. But Jamie, I fully agree with you on that because I have literally helped two men come up. Mm -hmm. Now, did I do all of the work? Absolutely not. Are they wonderful men as a result of, um, you know, who they are as people? Yes. But did I have something to do with it? Yeah. And am I watching them win? Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Now, do I want that relationship back? Absolutely not. But is it hard to hate or not hate on them? Just a smidge, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I I fully feel you on that, friend.
3: Um, My hate came totally different than that. I never really found myself in a position or a situation where I was jealous of someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like I grew up poor as well, but with everything or just witnessing everything that was happening around me, I always felt like even at 10, 10, 10, 10, that's the age where I was just like, you know what, this is not how... I'm going to be as an adult. This is not how, when I decide to have children, how I want them to feel, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, I don't know. At 10 years old, I used to go get it, y'all. Like, in the neighborhood that we lived in, people would come by with, like, different flyers. Hey, you can sign up for this camp. You can do this. You can do that. My mom would come home from work. I'd be like, look, somebody came by, signed up. I'm going to camp next week. Like, I used to do stuff on my own um, at 10. And so, I just didn't have enough time to like really look at everybody else. We had light skin, dark skin, you know, Mm -hmm. family members. So I never really saw color as an issue. No one ever, you know, said anything about my skin. So I didn't witness any of that. But what I feel like my hate came from was when I saw girls with their fathers, you know, I always, so I just feel like I always wanted to be a daddy's girl. Mm. I knew my dad, my dad was present, he was around but we didn't have that type of relationship. And Mm. there's just sometimes that I'm just like, I wanted my daddy to be like, I love you or you're Mm. beautiful or you're, you know, and I think that's why I have that connection with my husband that I do now because that's something that he reminds me of every single day. Um, It's how beautiful I am, how hard of a worker I am. But yeah, I used to look at little girls and I used to be like, I want that. I want my dad to hold my hand to, you know, just let me know how much I mean to him. And still today, I prayed that maybe before he's gone or I'm gone, that I can actually have that moment. Oh, um, wow. So that's where my hate came from.
2: And I've, and really to touch on what Ayana said, um, I wanted that craving for my dad too, mm-hmm. but I understood that my dad was not raised that way. He wasn't taught how to do that. He wasn't, you know, he didn't see that when he was growing up. So I kind of resented my dad for that because he didn't say that all the time. He does it now. Lovey dad, shout out. But... He didn't do that when I was little. And I was like, why don't you tell me you love me? Why don't you give me a hug? Why don't you? But he wasn't raised that way. Did you feel the same no. way? Or did you talk to I him don't. about that?
3: I don't feel that way. Okay. Yeah, I speak. I'm very vocal when it comes to him. But the reason I say that's not an excuse is because I wasn't raised to be a go-getter. Right. I wasn't right. raised to be a wife. Right. I wasn't raised to be right. a friend. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like as an adult and just... You know, as, as even though I didn't go to college, I'm very educated. I'm very yes. self-educated. Yes, you are. You are. I am a nerd, okay? <laughs> if it's something that I don't understand, <laughs> I'm on, going right. to find out. Right. So it's a lot of things that I didn't grow up with. Mm-hmm. But today, I have those things. And right. I feel like as a man, you know, he right. if, if you could have, regardless if that's how he was right. raised, Right. come on, you have right. these children, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. The new That's, that's right. right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I, y'all brought us some really good points. And y'all also kind of made me relive some, I guess, some trauma that I experienced in my life. Um, so on both sides. So on one side of my, my mom's side, um, I have a twin cousin. So when you have a set of qu- twins, everybody's like, oh, they're twins. Oh, they're so cute. And then on my dad's side, I wasn't the first grandchild. I was the second grandchild. So mm-hmm. the first grandchild gets all the love. So we have both sides where... I am not the pick. I am not the, the, the pick that everyone is looking for. And I think what happened with me, it brings me to another point that I wanna make with, with the with the group is that it caused me, it made me quickly learn, you better choose those that choose you. Come on. So if this if my if my dad's side don't want to choose me and wanna be mean to me, if my mom side don't want, want to, you know, put some focus on this other grandchild, then I'm gonna go where I'm celebrated. And that's one way that I decided to deal with that type of thing of hate so with that there's another question now that I want to pose how do you deal with hate like I'm always about solutions like Mm -hmm. if we we know that hate is not going nowhere Mm -hmm. it could be because of the light that you possess inside of you that somebody is jealous of that they just don't have that light or that je ne sais quoi thing about them and some people have it and some people don't The it girl factor how do y'all handle hate like what is your best practice for me I be on some, I'm above y'all. Like, and I hate (laughs) to sound like that, but I, I'm above Love y'all. You know. I'm going to look down at y'all hating and y'all can continue to hate. And I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm going to keep having a big heart. I'm going to be keep being empathetic. I'm going to keep being a giver. And I'm going to keep let God bless me in front of you mm-hmm. and let you keep hating. But mm-hmm. what's y'all's best practices?
2: Like Michelle Obama said, <laughs> when y'all go low, we go high. So I just, um, anytime someone wants to hate on me, I just, hey, how you doing? You know, speak to them. Give them a compliment. That's, that's how what I do when I see people staring at me or giving me the evil look. I just say something kind back because there's, you can't do nothing to hurt me, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't pay my bills. <laughs> you don't care, take care of my house or myself. So, like you said, I'm going to keep rising to the stop. There's three things that I go off of, the three L's. Love, learn, and live, okay? I love that. Oh, yes. yes, okay? Right. And if you're not bringing that energy to me,
1: bye-bye. Mm-hmm. I'm a little different than my friend Chrissy. Um, when they go lower, I'm going to hell. Um, the truth is, you can hate me from down there. Um, I've worked too hard. I mind the business that pays me. And if it don't pay my bills, I'm not paying it no mind. I mean, it, it, that, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, as Jamie sort of referenced, God's going to prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. So I want your vision to be very good because I'm going to want you to be able to see me as I'm moving. Okay. And I want you to see my friends. When I pray, I I was joking. I'm not going to hell, but but, I'm going to meet you where you are. I'm going to match energy here and there. Uh, the, The fact is I'm going to. My, my prayer is always the people that are connected to me mm-hmm. god don't just bless me bless the people that are connected to me don't bless my workplace bless the manager right mm-hmm. don't bless me bless my family and my friends that way ain't no winning at the top for me ain't no no top top by myself you know what yeah. I'm saying I don't want to be at the top by myself Michael Jordan said ain't no I team but it's a me and that MF <laughs> the fact is he was talking about a team nevertheless right. you guys are my team you guys helped me to realize how important it is to never be a hater cuz we celebrate everything and if you don't have a Jamie a Chrissy a Yana a Raven in your life get you one that's not a hate her thank you get you
3: one mhm Today, today I just don't have no energy <laughs> for it I just, don't, I just don't other people opinions do do not define who I am uh-huh. as a uh-huh. as a person so I don't know I mean there's probably hate but I just don't really see it because I don't really pay attention to it anymore mm-hmm. um I just don't like I, I again I'm too focused on other stuff and I just can't mm-hmm. I can't there's no energy for it Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's some. Um, I may even hear, like, some people may come up and say, oh, you know, this person said you're this and this and that. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Really I mean, hard. it's like, it's nothing. Like, I don't know. I just, I really do not care. I mean, I know who I am as an individual. I know that I have a big heart. I know that I love heart. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't have time for it. So if you're hating on me, I mean, that's your that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Not mine. Absolutely. What other
1: people think about you is not your
2: business. It does not mm-hmm. define me. Jamie, you want to touch on some things that you've experienced, or yeah? How do
0: you handle, hate? So How do you handle it? I, I I don't handle hate. I feel <laughs> like it is so below me that I will refuse to handle it. So you can keep hating, and I'm gonna keep sitting on my high horse. I mean, I'm really not on a high horse, but the hater to the hater, I'm on a high horse. Can but be. I'm gonna keep riding off on this big pure white horse or this pure black stallion horse, and keep being me. And you can keep hating from and, and keep looking because. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the energy. Even though it's bad energy and it's negative, I appreciate it because it reminds me, bitch, you got to keep going hard.
1: (laughs) How you going to hate from outside of the club? (laughs) You can't even get (laughs) in. But that's
2: another thing that you mentioned on, Jamie, that we need the haters in this world. We definitely need that because that keeps us motivated and encouraging ourselves Mm -hmm. to do more. Oh, you think you're not going to be able to get this doctor? Watch me. Watch me work, mm-hmm. okay? No. You think you can't handle this or start this new business? Watch, Watch me. me. I love it. It pushes me. I don't know about anybody else, sure. but hey, hey, like Oyana, you think you can't sell this house? Watch me. <laughs> I am definitely going to sell this house, okay? You think you can't? Um, critique this uh, thesis Come or on. this grant Come watch on. me watch me like everybody else like for real for sure. I, we need the haters in this world mm-hmm. to push us and to motivate for me i love it i love when you hate on me because um i'm going to prove you wrong but it also helps me to prove myself i know i can do this i know i'm capable of this and i'm going to show you just watch sit back sit back and watch me Mm -hmm. you're gonna watch on my gram anyway so it's fine
3: you you can do it but honestly i don't need the haters i I don't need the haters i don't want the haters i am very self-motivated so i don't need you to help me be motivated all right um and that's just me and we elevate each other and i love that and i think we all
2: need that as women men etc as women in this group. we you
1: Jamie. I know. Get you a crazy. Get you a Chrissy. <laughs> get you a Chrissy. Hello. Because otherwise you fooling with haters anyway. <laughs> get you some lovers. Get you some friends who can really push you to where you're going in your next capacity. Don't find you somebody compatible with your present. Find somebody suitable for your
0: future. Absolutely. That's a word right there. We kind of want to keep this conversation going and we want you to kind of meet us on social media. So if you would, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is the underscore compilations underscore of underscore banter and banter is spelled B A N T H E R because it's all about her. Talk to us. We talk back.
1: This has been the compilations of banter, a podcast compiling the thoughts of your best girlfriend, her. This is the episode Hate Her, capital H E R.